Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. England versus India. The Cricket Badger Test Match Daily Podcast. Can Joe Root's England dominate on home soil? Five mouth-watering test matches. Can Virat Kohli's India conquer the final frontier? Loving to talk test cricket every day. Hello everybody, welcome back. It's another edition of the Cricket Badger podcast, the England against India test match dailies as we go through the rest of this English in inverted commas summer because it's been a bit rainy at Trent Bridge towards the end of today. The forecast for tomorrow isn't particularly splendid either, so we'll wait and see how much cricket will get over the rest of this match. But to be honest, going back 24 hours when I signed off yesterday, we got a lot more cricket today than I was anticipating. So hopefully the weather forecast is wrong for tomorrow as well. I'm joined by, well, actually it's three Indian supporters today. I've got this this rotor a little bit wrong. It's a bit top heavy for the uh, the old Indian supporters here. have got Raj, Dav, Naman Shah and Anand Beaker. He's back on the podcast after a little bit of a break. Good to see you, Anand. Really happy to be back on, you know, there's nothing like having test cricket on. It's going to be in England. It's going to be a great, you know, great series. So really happy to be back on. It's good to see you. Good to see you at the other two as well. And uh, let's start off with uh, today's play. England who capitulated, to be fair, in the first innings got 183. India's innings today, Naman, let's start with you, 278. A lead there of almost 100. How did you see that in the end? We saw a bit from Jasper Bumrah towards the end. We saw... Ravi Jadeja back quite nicely and obviously a, t- a terrific knock from KL Rahul. To be honest, I expected uh, this much itself. Uh, I felt uh, 100 is a healthy lead, but expected more from the likes of uh, Pujara, Kohli. And these duos have uh, like failed since so many series. Yes, they are going to score someday, but uh, these are... Actually, if you will see overall 
in all the series it is the lower order and the middle order who are contributing but not the top order it is the bowlers for india who, are, who is winning for uh, who is winning all the matches so overall quite happy but they need to bowl well uh, now because uh, yes if rain is not there and england are scoring round about 200 250 maybe all three results are possible from here but uh, overall i feel india is having still an upper hand so maybe 50 to 60 for four from here on uh, england may is surely in some pressure so if weather forbid uh, everything goes fine i feel it should be a good win for india to start with raj kl rahul is 84 considering he was kind of almost like third choice to be the opener on this tour he wasn't expecting to play not a bad little kind of um, nod to the selector to say i should have all five games this this summer absolutely and you know he had a great practice game he scored a century against uh, england as well where he played before the series so came in as a blessing because gill was supposed to start then gill went off injured and then mayank agarwal was supposed to be their regular opener and there were uh, discussions that you know kl would fit in in the middle order uh, before the start of the series so we were not really sure and it came he, he was almost um, he was almost reserved um, rash for every single possible injury permutation wasn't he but not right. not first choice right you know he fits the bill he is the modern day dravid you know you ask kl to open he opens you ask kl to bat in the middle order he does you ask him to keep wickets he keeps so it's it's a good man to have in your squad when he's ready to that's, that's quite quite some praise there raj because everybody yeah. i speak to who is an indian fan on these podcasts rahul dravid is is the god he's the one everybody wants to see get if if he could reincarnate anybody to come back into the side now Dravid's right up there, isn't he? So it's a fair praise that for KL. Absolutely, but uh, you know, considering you know what KL has done for the squad the last twelve uh, months or maybe in the last two years, you know, you, he has done almost everything. You've asked him to keep wickets; he does it. Asked him to bat uh, in the middle order; he does it. Uh, when there were number five problems in the ODI side for India, you know, he batted at number five as well. And now again to come and bat in the top of the order, it's absolutely refreshing to see. In fact, I wanted KL uh, to be in the squad before Mayank. uh because you know you, you, you almost make him sound like a saint raj but if somebody offered you a, a test cap to play for india you'd bat anyway wouldn't you absolutely but uh, you know the fact that kl is so multifaceted and multi skilled it shows that you know he can bat as an opener he can bat as a middle order he can keep wickets not everybody can keep wickets <laughs> so that that's for a given so in that sense you know kl is a perfect team man very happy for his performance you know he took his opportunities and grabbed his opportunities and maybe you know he cemented his place for the next four test matches as well i want to come back to pajara and kohli in particular but uh, anand um, ravindra jadeja not a huge amount of spin there in england's innings um, although he bowled reasonably nicely i felt but he is the true all-rounder isn't he? he he i mean we talk about kl rahul raj bigs him up he can do anything well ravi jadeja can do exactly that he can bowl his spin he can feel like a god he can bat Yeah, you know, he those important those runs today from him were very important, weren't they? I mean, we realize how important he is to the Indian team if you just realize who he kept out. He kept out Ravindra Ashwin from the team. Ravi Ashwin by far is the best spin bowler in Test cricket right now. If Jadeja can keep Ashwin out, primarily based on his all-round skills, you know, it's certainly a testament to what he can do. And I think it's without doubt that he is he is the best all-round in the world. I think maybe you know I. I probably put stokes in there somewhere uh, close to it stokes more as a batting all-rounder and ravi uh, you know and jadeja more as a bowling all-rounder but uh, he is absolutely magnificent and i think this this inning was great uh, you know he knew when to take chances you know his he has done over the last few years you know his bowling always was great i think where he has really worked on is his batting he seems to know when to take 
you know, when to take some chances and when to kind of hold back. And I think that's really the, been the big difference in this game. Another man making a case to be one of the greatest all-rounders in the current game is um, Jasper Bumra. Yeah, terrific, <laughs> terrific bowling in the first innings and then those runs down the order, wasn't it? 28 today. Bit of uh, shit his eyes and swing, wasn't it, to be honest? But it was. It came off and it just gave India the momentum at the end of their, their innings, Anand. Well, yeah, you know, now Jaspreet can go back and tell uh, Punt that even he can pull balls for sixes. And, you know, so, you know, he's he's looking at himself as all-rounder. I think it was Australia. I think he got a 50 or something like that. And, uh, you know, we've been really waiting for these bowlers to step up a little, contribute a little, look at some of the English English chaps and say, OK, what can we do? It's, it's great. I mean, so sure, it was a bit of a hit and giggle, but invaluable runs, weren't they? So often you see sort of 10 and 11 have one of those little sessions and it kind of translates into a good start with the ball. Um, didn't do today, but it often does, doesn't it? Cricket's a game played with balls. You've got to look after them in the field. Badges are furry creatures. My friends at manscape.com help you make sure it's neat and tidy down there. Oh, get rid of all that excess fur. Make sure that you're neat and tidy. Make sure everything's in the right order. Oh, feeling all good now, Danimus set. Oh, manscaped.com. Maximum skin safe performance. Compact design, advanced engineering, ceramic blade, waterproof. And it doesn't end there. Show you care by caring for your pair. Cleansers, revivers, preservers. Simply go to manscaped.com. Quote the discount code BADGER. You get 20% off, you get free shipping, and you get some seriously quality equipment. Manscaped.com. Get on there now. And let's go into the Kohli Pajara kind of axis in the, in the middle order for Indian Naman. Um, I saw a lot of people criticising Kohli yesterday. Um, I mean, he got out for a golden duck. It was a terrific ball from Anderson. Full stop, as far as I'm concerned, is, is that, uh, you know, in terms of that debate. But he hasn't had the best of runs, has he? Since the since COVID, since the birth of his child, um, and everything's kind of gone off the rails a little bit in terms of the world. Kohli's averaging around about 22 or something like that in the test team. It's, it's not vintage Kohli at the moment. Yes, in fact, both uh, Kohli and Pujara. But I am more concerned for Pujara. Somewhere Kohli, I feel he has scored at least 50s and 60s against England when uh, England was in India. But overall, I feel this is only going to... He's only going to improve from here. And uh, nobody then Kohli he would be... He would be all under fire. Uh, so I am desperate to see him perform. But overall, I feel it is a danger sign for the other teams as well because uh, likes of Kohli's roots, Smith, then when they have a longer run of failure, they are only going to come back stronger. And a lot is expected from him too. And uh, I am expecting at least two centuries from him in this series. So, uh, And I am very positive about Kohli. I know that uh, he is going to perform someday or the other. But for Pujara, I feel there is a clearly a technical glitch over there. Every delivery is facing I feel he's getting out and straight deliveries he's trying to leave so overall there is someone needs to get into his ears we also saw in Australia I don't know straight deliveries he has done that so many times and he's just shocked after the umpire giving him LBW decision so overall I this is a down uh, graph for Pujara I feel that he might get dropped and maybe someone like Surya Kumar or Shaw might replace him because this is high time for him to perform. Kohli, 
to be honest yes i am expecting more from him and he's going to perform for sure but both of, to, to be fair to um Chetishwar as well it was a terrific ball that got him wasn't it it, it wasn't I, I don't think it was completely batsman's error it was a very good piece of bowling and i think that's sometimes overlooked isn't it when it's your team you look at what your players done wrong not necessarily what the opposition's done right I tend to agree to that, but overall, not in only in these innings. If you will see how he performed against England in India itself, and also in Australia, uh, also in the WTC Championship, he is not looking that confident. He is more on the defensive, and he needs more runs in his bag. So somewhere he needs to balance it out and uh, maybe start scoring because uh, uh, nowadays Test matches are not about 500 and 600 runs, and you defend 100, 150 deliveries and stay on 20, 30s, uh, and there's lot of competition in india so the kohli and shastri are backing him so far and uh, this is huge yes pujara is a huge asset for india as well but overall it's high time for him to perform as well we'll leave aside ajinki rahani because he was just on a harry carry suicide mission wasn't he yesterday and uh, we know he's better than that and hopefully he settles down into the series but um in terms of pujara raj i heard i think it was dinesh kartik said yesterday that he felt that he was trying to bat a little bit quicker because he'd realized that um, in the last year or so when he's had this fallow period he's kind of his strike rate's gone down and he's not necessarily been capitalizing on the bad balls maybe the bowlers have been better at him maybe he's been playing better sides but you get the impression that he's maybe going to try and just up that strike rate a little bit and there's no doubt he's a really good player he's just having a, a having a bad time isn't he absolutely and i think it's to do a lot with the latter i think he's playing with top against top sides you know he's played against new zealand he's played against australia he's played against england and all these bowling attacks are you know relent test you almost day in day out with that corridor of uncertainty and pujara trying to up his ante i i, I still think you know he puts away all those bad deliveries for fords but some of the good deliveries which uh, naman mentioned that pujara with his technique or say lack of confusion in his head you know makes those deliveries look beautiful so it's it's a pattern in pujara the way he gets dismissed over the last few series that you know the ball coming in straightens up a bit pujara opens up his bat and then it feels like you know it's a scorcher but maybe you know it has some confusion in his head that you know he's trying to protect his pads or stumps a little too much and not playing for the ball moving out yeah uh, in that sense maybe pujara has to sort out that confusion in his head and you know try to bat a little more say solid and uh, maybe i'm pretty sure he'll score runs but it's high time that you know pujara uh, scores runs and if he does not score in the next test match then perhaps you know we should try hanuma vihari at number 3 and maybe look for the longer picture there is definitely a queue forming isn't there in terms of his uh, potential replacements and and let's finish off uh, talking about the the middle order for india with um vira again i mean as you know I have my doubts about his captaincy sometimes. I have my doubts about his temperament at times. We've talked about that on the podcast in the past, but I found myself jumping to his defence yesterday because I think Indian the Indian public actually need to wake up to what an asset they have and what he's actually done to that side. Seeing the uh, interview that he did with Dinesh Kartik that was broadcast, certainly broadcast on on English television. I don't know if it was if you guys saw that as well, but he speaks so well he speaks so passionately the stuff he's done behind the scenes the fact that he's raised the level in terms of professionalism in terms of fitness in terms of just general attitude in the indian team and made them far more they basically kind of focused on winning and focused on playing well don't you think certain indian certain members of the indian public are a little bit it might be a case of you don't know what you've got till it's gone kind of thing with virat 
Absolutely. And I think one of the things that people are not looking at is the quality of bowling bowling in this era. You know, back in the day, people are kind of looking to the early 2000s, which was a very batting friendly era. You didn't have a ton of great bowlers. And if you did have a good bowling attack, there were two or three decent bowlers in there. Now, if you look at the last two series that Kohli has played, it was England. And before that, it was Australia. Where was the out of the Australian bowling attack, can we name one bowler that was going to, you know, bowl a few boundary balls and, you know, give some freebies to hit? I don't think they exist. And if you look at the ball that Anderson bowled, the shiny side was out. You know, the ball is swinging in. It's going to pitch. He had the wobble seam up there and it seemed out. That is going to be hard for 99.97% of the batsmen. I don't even know who those 0.03 are. It's to be honest, Alan, it's one of those, you know, when people say, well, he wasn't quite good enough to edge that. Coley was good enough to edge it, wasn't he? <laughs> he was. I mean, I think he actually... If the ball is going to seam him, it's on the fourth stump. You have to cover that line. I don't think you can let that go. If the ball seams out from there at that point, you know, this is a beautiful ball from Anderson. And let's be honest, Anderson has got a wicket or two, hasn't he? It's not like we're talking about the local club player going and tossing in, you know, some 60 mile per hour balls. This Anderson is a master of what he does. And I, I just think Kohli... Is, is is getting, you know, certainly I, I, I think I put a tweet out there and there were some comments calling me a moron and things like that. Have you seen the ball? Have you seen what actually happened in there? And also, you know, Kohli might not be scoring the hundreds, but in the World Test Championship, the first inning, 44 runs that Kohli scored, he looked really good. Now, granted, he did lose his wicket after that, but he has looked really good. Even in Adelaide, before he left, that 74 was a masterclass in Adelaide. So I, I think he's People don't seem to understand the quality of this bowling and people don't seem to understand how well Kohli's playing. He may not have got a hundred or two, but I actually think he's in decent nick. Let's move on to some of the England team. The England in England in the field and Joe Root, I want to talk about. Joe Root in this test series, it got overshadowed a little bit on day one by the fact that England was so poor with the bat. In his 64, he became the highest scoring England player across all formats. That's some tag, isn't it, no man? You know, if you think about everybody that's gone before, yeah, fair enough, the white ball stuff is more of a last sort of three, four decade kind of phenomenon and certainly last kind of couple of decades in terms of its frequency. But to be the person that's right at the top of the tree above everybody else that's played for England, to have scored more runs than anybody else, that is quite something to have on your CV. Yeah, it's a wake-up call as well. If you will uh, notice that uh, it was only Joe Root who had performed against uh, Sri Lanka as well. Uh, he scored uh, two big hundreds over there, one uh, which was a double century. So overall, yes, uh, only one man cannot win you every matches. Uh, yes, uh, rest of the batsmen did not uh, perform. And uh, yes, it showed in the captaincy as well. Because overall, if you will see three DRS which he had taken was not up to the par. Uh, it was much more out of the desperation. And uh, overall, I was also a bit surprised with the way he used Sam Curran. Uh, I felt he's a good new ball bowler and not the fourth change bowler. Uh, he used, overused, I felt, uh, only uh, Robinson. Yes, he was good. Uh, but with the new ball I felt uh, even more in the cloudy conditions. I'm, I'm, I'm going to come in then because I, I mean I like Sam Curran but Ollie Robinson's been the pick of England's bowlers in this test match yes. so surely you use him as much as possible don't you? Yes, 100%. But somewhere I felt when the ball was doing much a bit and it was not swinging for only Robinson, I felt somewhere Sam Curran should have been used more. He only bowled out of 55 overs. He was used he had only bowled 7 overs I feel which was too lesser for him uh, with the kind of uh, Deliveries bowls with the new ball. So overall, I felt yes, uh, Joe Root is the only one who is doing it for England right now. He is usually missing Ben Stokes along with him. But uh, with the runs, he is uh, completely fine. But uh, somewhere, it's I feel that it 
does not it should not affect uh, his captaincy as well but uh, uh, he is uh, after this uh, they are going to play ashes series overall uh, someone needs to be there uh, with him he is not the only one who is going to perform every match for england so he I needs mean, to, to, to be honest i mean that that adds to the credentials i think of the fact that he's got so many runs in a in a particular the last sort of two or three years in an era where it's been so tough to score runs for England. It's been so much pressure on him to score runs because nobody else has been doing it. That that actually makes his achievement even more for me, Naman. Yes, but somewhere what I feel is, uh, see you during the tour of Australia, you saw Virat Kohli not playing for India, but India came out winning. What if right, right now Archer is injured for England? So the dip- They might as well not bother departing the airport. No, man. If Joe Root can't go to Australia, they might as well just stay at home. Not only Australia, uh, just an overall dependency. You need other players to jump up because these are the kind of opportunities. And against teams like England, India, uh, sorry, Australia, Africa, New Zealand, you want the youngsters to perform, right? So uh, somewhere Joe Root needs to be relaxed as well. It's not that every time he's going to run. And what if he gets injured in this series for one or two matches? So nah, man, nah, man. Don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say so, that. No, like India has faced this overall right now Archer is out till the Ashes series so somewhere even I feel the transition from Anderson and Broad should also start because somewhere if these players are given rest there are a lot of youngsters coming in but where are those who have at least 15 to 20 match experiences so this transition should start at least for England overall I feel what they should be doing now, man, instead of spending all this money on bringing the 100 in, they should be taking Joe Root to a lab in a, in a little window where there's nothing else going on, take his DNA and make sure they can kind of like clone him. And just, we, we need seven Joe Roots at the top of the England batting order and everything will be okay after that. Um, now, man, I, I, when I see your Instagram, you're always dancing. I'm, I'm, I'm really tempted to ask you to dance, but there will be no use to the podcast <laughs> listeners. So we'll maybe do that another day. Raj, the uh, Ollie Robinson, who we've just spoken about there, I've been really impressed with him. Wasn't particularly impressed with his historical tweets, um, but he's obviously got past that. Come back into the side, looked like he's never been away. He's only, it's only his second test match, but it looks like he's been in that team for a long time. Absolutely. I totally love this performance. You know, whenever I see him bowl, you know, he reminds me a bit of Kyle Jamieson. And, uh, you know, the t- tall, lanky release, the release from the height that he generates, uh, the, the awkward bounce that he generates from pitches. And, you know, he also gets to move the ball both ways. So before the series started, I, I watched a few of his overs and I thought that, you know, maybe how Jameson troubled the Indian batsman, Ollie Robinson would also do that. And he picked five wickets, which was testament to the fact that he bowled really well. And the only thing was that, you know, England... Uh, missed Ben Stokes, their main fourth bowler. You know, that added a little more pressure on Sam Curran, who had to be their uh, fourth bowler and be uh, the leading man and relieve some pressure from, say, Broad and Anderson. But Ollie Robinson was fantastic. You know, he f- picked up five wickets and he, he was spot on today. Anand, the aforementioned James Anderson. Um, we've got M- Machai Muralithra in 800 test wickets. We've got Shane Warne just over 700. You've now got in third place on the all-time test ranking, 621 next to J.M. Anderson, England. He's gone past Anil Kumble, um in this test match to be going to thirds on his own. Um, head and shoulders above anybody else in terms of pace bowlers. And he just keeps on doing it, doesn't he? I mean, he's 39 now. Um, is he going to be running in, marking his marking his run-up and coming in on his Zimmer frame in another 30 years' time or whatever? You know, that's an interesting part is how well he's done. I mean, we, we hardly see fast bowlers go to the age of 39 and still continue like this. And I think, sure, Ollie Robinson was really good, but 
a good argument could be made that Anderson actually broke the the Indian inning open because at that point India was doing very well. When you get Kohli and Pujara back to back, you know, changes the whole match. It's just amazing what he's doing. And I think also it's a great point that he's not playing T20. He's not doing the hundred. He's essentially doing tests, and we get to see this this just beautiful display of bowling. And I think if you're a cricket fan, you want to see more of this. So it's it's just amazing that he's still around. Well, while they're cloning Joe Root in my lab, they can clone Jimmy as well, can't they? That's that's two that England needs to keep hold of, isn't it, in terms of their their genetics? Well, you got a few. I mean, you know, Broad, I, I know that this year hasn't been great for Broad, but I think it was 2020 or 2019 when Broad was an absolute tear. So, you know, you got Broad still there, Anderson still there. And, you know, heck, it's sort of a blow that Archer's not going to be there in the Ashes. But I mean, otherwise, that's a very potent attack that would be there for the Ashes. So, yeah, absolutely. You would want a clone for Anderson. He's, he's absolutely fantastic. In a way, it's strange how cricket works, isn't it, in terms of selection and getting your opportunities? Because if everybody was fit, if Jimmy was fit, Stuart's fit as, as they are, if Joffre's fit, Mark Wood's fighting fit, as I think he is at the moment, but Chris Wokes as well. Ollie Robinson might not be playing in this test match. He might not have taken this five for. He might not have taken 12 wickets in the first three innings he's bowled in, and um, we'd still be wondering what he's like. Yeah, absolutely. And for that dichotomy, we are actually seeing that with KL Rahul, right? KL Rahul was not supposed to be there. And look at him. He's he's kind of grabbed the chances. I mean, Mayank really should have been opening out there. So, yeah, uh, you know, I think this certainly opens up, you know, that spot for Ollie Robinson. And I think in Australia, you want a bowler who kind of bangs it into the pitch and with his height, his pace, he might be really a good idea there. I was, I was listening to um, former England captain, Andrew Strauss. And he was saying that when he won down there um, in in Australia, they had um, Chris Tremlett and Tim Bresnan who did that job of kind of like banging in, but on a length. And it was then it was kind of rearing up from a good length. Um, Whereas the likes of Steve Harmison and what have you were potentially the ideal bowlers for it, but bowled back of a length. And that was too short in Australia. They were cut and pulled away. Um, Ollie Robinson fits into that former category for me, and I think he might be quite a find. He really might be. I think Crick Wiz put out a tweet saying that Ollie Robinson over the last few tests has landed 50% of his deliveries on a good line and good length. Uh, and, you know, the people he is competing with are sort of like highest. Glenn McGrath got 45%, obviously, for a longer career. So this this would, wouldn't match up. But Glenn McGrath, so Mohamed sli- Asif. Sli- slightly bigger sample size, wasn't it? With Glenn slightly McGrath. bigger, yeah. slightly bigger. And uh, But still, I mean, it's a great start, isn't it? Let's have a look ahead then to the, uh, the final two days of this test match. As I say, tomorrow, I've looked at the weather forecast and it's got rain from kind of 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, which is kind of a time the cricket starts. Um, and then it kind of gets gradually heavier as the afternoon goes on with thunderstorms and, and nastiness around four or five o'clock, which could see the end of the day if it goes to that script. Um, but then Sunday looks a lot better. It depends on how much time we need in this game to see a result now, man. If England bat anything like, we might need a little bit more than that. If India can make some inroads tomorrow, it could. they might only need three sessions. Yes, uh, many things depend on uh, weather right now. Uh, as you have mentioned, uh, like tomorrow, it's more of a washout. So we remain with just a 90 to 98 overs. So to make a match out of it, I feel that... Uh, Kohli would be gunning for bowlers of India to make a match out of this, especially with Bumrah and Shami going all guns blazing. So, more depends. And yes, a pressure on England as well. If the weather is cloudy and yes, a ball is swinging. So, even Indian bowlers are going to like 
go all guns blazing as i mentioned so overall i feel somewhere if the match is going from here uh, if not too many sessions are washed out india would be getting to chase around 80 to 100 runs i feel raj the way that that weather forecast suggested might go with the fourth day being the one that goes missing and the fifth day being the one that's maybe a little bit more playable that sees england a little bit closer to the the finish line in terms of saving the game just psychologically that's the right way around for england isn't it I don't think so, James, uh, because, you know, India is known to not bat well in the fourth innings. So I still think, you know, England can also st- uh, sniff. Oh, you, st- you still fear? You still fear the English, do you? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, to be very honest, it's, it's my honest opinion that, you know, India does not bat well in the fourth innings. So this is this is the difference, listeners. We've got Naman there, whose glass is always half full. Naman always sees the good in everything. He's always positive. As Raj, he's a little bit more tentative here. I wish had that I had that confidence of Naman <laughs> saying that, you know, we would just need 70 to 80 runs to chase. But I definitely feel that, you know, a lot has to do with the early inroads that India make. So if India get early wickets tomorrow, say two to three wickets under, say, 60, 70, then perhaps, you know, we would be looking at chasing, say, 70, 80. But uh, if uh, Sibley and Burns can stitch together a partnership and continue uh, the start that they have today, and if the sun comes out later in the afternoon tomorrow after, say, before the thunderstorms, then maybe, you know, Whatever target that they set is even around, say, 130, 140, you know, it's going to be tricky because Anderson and Broad are going to come at you at the fourth innings when, you know, even though the weather is looking a bit better for the fifth day, it's going to be an exciting contest. But uh, definitely, I'm not going to rule England out so easily. I'll put my English hat on for a second. I am generally neutral on this uh, podcast because I just want to see good cricket. But in terms of England, it's really frustrating. First day of a new series is the day they always make a horlicks of it. And then they always bat better in the second innings. Um, and that's the hope, I think. With I mean, we've already seen the openers have av- 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 um, added 25 plus. I mean, that's that's this is record book stuff for that opening pair. Um, so, um, yeah, signs are better in terms of their their dogginess. They, ne- they almost need that embarrassment to wake them up for the next innings or so, <clears throat> the England team. And uh, hopefully they've uh, had that embarrassment because it was rather embarrassing on day one I felt Anand you're more of the even keel kind of guy I reckon you've got, you got Naman who's overtly positive we have got Raj who's in a massive pool of depression you're going to basically give me what's going to actually happen now well I actually think India's in a decent position 95 run lead on you know with the conditions as they are I think you know certainly help India uh, Raj is correct fourth inning batting obviously is going to be tricky but you know right now the match is evenly killed and I would say it's it's a little more towards India uh, I think India is in with a good shot if if things do get overcast if there's humidity in the air the ball starts swinging we saw what Bumrah and Shami were doing you know in the first inning irrespective of how good a batsman you are that's tough for everybody so you know apart from Root who else made it look very easy you know so uh, I think India is in with a fair shot really should be interesting how it goes forward so just just sets up the test very well. I really hope the rain stays off because we're we're in a. It feels like it's you know it's going to be exciting. I'll tell you what, you, you Indian fans that say suggest that it's on an even keel at the moment with England seventy runs behind in a low scoring affair where the seam bowlers are having. Uh, um, an absolute joy fest. I think England are quite a long way behind in this test at the moment. Well, it depends, doesn't it? Like in this last session, the ball wasn't swinging that much. So if you look at the amount of swing they got in days one and day two, day two, you could see that the ball was swinging for both attacks. And right now, there was not much for Bumrah or Shami or Siraj. So the question is, you know, how will the conditions change? Obviously, it's weighted towards India and I feel fairly confident about India doing well, but it's, it's poised at an interesting point. So, you know, if like Raj says, sun comes out, things sort of flatten out, you know, that takes the tests in a different manner, especially knowing that we are going to anticipate some weather. 
Well, I'll tell you what, there's not a huge, there, there may be some white clouds and some chance of play on that weather forecast. There's not a huge amount of sun um, on that weather forecast. So I won't get to, I won't get your sun tan cream out just yet. Let's go around quickly. Anand, the result of this test match. I think in the event. Nah, man. I don't, need to ask, I don't need to ask you. India wins, isn't it? Um, Raj, England win, don't they? No, India wins. <laughs> oh, he's back. He's back on. He's back on. And I, I would suggest it's going to be a draw. I think the weather's going to have the decisive um, say in this first test match, which is which is a shame, but it sees us move to Lords for test match number two with everything still to play for, very much so, with four test match left in this series. Raj, Anand, and Naman. Thank you very much indeed for joining me today. We'll look ahead to tomorrow. Hopefully there is play. I said the same thing yesterday and we have got some play today. So hopefully there is a little bit of play tomorrow and this test match can reach some kind of conclusion with cricket being at the centre of it rather than the rain clouds and the covers. But whatever happens tomorrow, we'll see you again. We'll talk about all things this test series and we'll see you again then. Thanks for listening. Join us after every day of this England versus India test series. We will see you again tomorrow. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.